0: what's up everybody it's another episode of all the best things today we have a good friend of mine uh athletic trainer extraordinaire (laughs) noah door noah the floor is yours welcome to the podcast
1: well thank you for having me this is quite an honor i was actually thinking about it Um, earlier when you asked me to do this, I was like, man, I've known him for eight years.
0: Yeah. And, um, I wouldn't have actually met Noah without you working with Kendall, of course, my wife. So athletic trainer, that's kind of how they got connected. And then I got connected and here we are.
1: Here we are eight years later doing our first podcast.
0: (laughs) Noah's on his first podcast. So we got to give him a round of applause. He's doing great so far. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So I kind of touched on it right from the get go. Take us through, I mean, you are the athletic trainer extraordinaire. That's what you went to school for and everything, right? Yeah. What does a typical day for an athletic trainer look like?
1: Oh, man. Um, You know, it it varies kind of about the sport you work with. So I had the opportunity to work with football for about three years now. I also Mm -hmm. did the cheer and dance when I was at Boise State, which was a blast. So if you ever have the opportunity to work with any cheerleaders or dancers out there, please do. They're
0: awesome people. I coached men's gymnastics the last two years. It's so fun, similar it? it's pretty cool. it's pretty yeah. cool.
1: This is a different so. world
0: yeah
1: um so like a typical day though like in football world, uh, again, different college pros, I got the opportunity to work on both, so that's pretty cool but yeah. it's it's very similar. Um, you get there about five a m for the first Whew. lift yeah yeah you get it's the grind of a day, so you get there five a m first lift five thirty. And then from there on, it's like every hour there's a lift until about noon, and then you have lunch, and then you go to a walk-through or some sort of like pre-practice, and then practice follows that like an hour after Uh walk-through. Walk-through, say you get walk-through at 1.30, 2.30, it's done, 4 o'clock practice, 2-hour practice, 6 p.m., then you do post-practice treatments, and you're getting done with treatments about 8 eight thirty, 30 people seeing docs you're looking at 10 so you're getting about, you're getting home about 11 o'clock every night and you yeah. do that seven days a week
0: that's wild
1: it's it's uh, a it's a wild life but it is absolutely amazing so fun
0: yeah that's yeah, so you, cool
1: you do about you Sunday and you just don't know what's going on you have no idea what day it is you just oh it's
0: amazing nice all the days just run together
1: all the days run together.
0: Well, you just touched on a little bit. You said you got a chance to work uh, in the pro football circuit, I guess, if you will. You yeah. got an opportunity to intern with the Seahawks, right?
1: Huge opportunity to work
0: with. The how Seahawks. How was that? Take us Take us through that experience. It's It's uh,
1: everyone always says this. But it's a different world. Like you, oh, I believe it. You just don't even like understand how different it is. So you get there, and then you're mm-hmm. with 22 year olds with. You know, Patrick Mahomes' money, you know, $500 million.
0: I knew that would come up. I they knew that would
1: about, come well, up. I've been talking to my wife about it all day. I'm like, <laughs> Man, half a billion dollars?
0: I know. That's wild.
1: But it's just like, they don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. It's like, just so much money. They're just like, we've already invested. Like, we've already bought houses for everybody we love. Like, we have every car we want. Yeah. And I still got $30 million left. <laughs> We're just like, I don't understand. Like, what do you want to talk about? You're 20.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: Yeah, but some of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, Mm -hmm. uh, like, humble, surprisingly. Like, you see these guys on TV, and you're like, wow. Like, not humble. Like, knows he's the best. Get them into, like, their training room, into their meeting rooms. Humble guys. Like, we're willing to learn. Um, Just love them to death. The great guys. But it is a different world when you're working with Billions of dollars,
0: I believe it. I believe well, like that kind of leads me to my next little question I had for you. What were you like hands on in any capacity, or were you kind of like sit back and let the pros do it? Like where where was that all at?
1: No, so thankfully the way um, the Seahawks run things
0: mm-hmm. is
1: very like intern friendly. So if you're okay. a summer your intern, it's not as friendly because it's a lot of grunt work in the summer. But a seasonal yeah. uh, seasonal you get the opportunities. Um, to do different things and like be hands-on treatment or especially with the Seahawks, they're a smaller, smaller athletic training crew. There's five certified full-time guys there. And then two interns. They would would consider that a smaller group. Um, Like the Philadelphia Eagles have nine certified athletic trainers and then four interns.
0: Oh, geez. Okay.
1: So it's like double the size of the Seahawks. So they're like, yeah, we need you to be hands-on. And so you're sitting there, you're doing, you know, treatments on anybody. Like, if, if everybody else is busy and the top guy walks in, you're sending him up. Pre- you, pressure's on you then, up. huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. That's a, uh, a lot of fun. I believe it. I believe it. Um, what is some, I guess, advice you would give to younger athletes, like athletes that are trying to transition from the high school to a college game or from a college game to a pro game? I mean, you've seen all levels. Mm-hmm. What is something not necessarily from an injury standpoint, like hey, you're probably gonna hurt yourself? But what is some advice that you would give to someone saying, you know, like what's gonna separate them from the next person in line?
1: Oh, wow, that's a good question. I would probably have to take it from one of my favorite people that I got to work with, uh, Mike Upati at the Seahawks. Uh huh, he's a U of I graduate. Like, yeah, yeah the best at his level, like 12-year vet.
0: Mm-hmm. Every
1: day he walked in, he said, I'm a rookie. Yeah, I'm here. I'm a oh, rookie. Yeah. yeah, This is new to me. This is a new system. He's like, I'm a rookie. So, yeah. is a rookie. The most humble guy ever. Doesn't need to be. Everyone knows who he is. Sure. But that's how he took it. And his counterpart, Dwayne Brown, awesome yeah. 13-year vet. Same way. Just always willing to learn, like, just hungry for that. So I would give that advice to like younger athletes, be like, you're never gonna be the seasoned vet. Like just always look at yourself as someone who's gonna get learn and get better. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say. Just cause it's like I, you see guys coming into like college, they're you know, the best kid on their high school team. Yeah. Not even the closest to the best guy in your position group and the college level.
0: Sure, so. sure. And I mean, you, everyone hears it kind of on the big networks and stuff, but like the speed of the game is so much different from college to pro or even high school to college. Like I'm sure injuries are going to increase. And that's where you guys come in with like treatments and, and speeding up that process for the players. So yeah, yeah I, I think you kind of tied that up. Awesome. So um, how did you like, how did you get into athletic training? How did you decide that was what you wanted to do?
1: It was, it was a happy accident, actually, if I'm being okay. honest. Yeah. So, um, and your, your wife can attest to this. It was it was a yeah. very happy accident. Um, mm-hmm. when, I, when I decided to go to school, I was going to go to be a PT. Mm-hmm. And I signed up for a bunch of random classes at junior college because I had no idea what I was doing. So I ended sure. up taking a survey of music and, you know, human yeah. and, or whatever it was.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I ended up taking a sports medicine class um, with your wife, actually. and. Yeah um i was just sitting there one day and the guy asked he was like asking everybody like what do you want to do i was like i'm gonna be a pt and he was like nah that's not a good <laughs> career man like you should do this instead yeah yeah like, come hang out with me in the training room and i was like what is that mm-hmm. and uh then i like kind of remembered like because i've been injured in high school and i spent a lot of time at the pt clinic because that the high school i attended that's how that's how it was the pt did yeah. all the degrees and i was like this makes sense. This is what I want to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Ended up finding out that there's a whole different world out there, and that was nine years ago. And okay. since then, I've not looked back. It's been JUCO to Eastern Washington to Boise State to the Seahawks, just kind of back and forth. But it's funny to look back and be like, man, I was. That was a happy accident. Just being asked yeah.
0: to hang out. That's awesome. That's a good way to put it. And the guy that you learned under, right? He's, I mean, he's had great opportunities and provided you with great opportunities. So
1: he's, he's set me up for success. easily. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I I know I kind of proposed this question a little bit earlier uh, when we were talking, but sum up a letter to your younger self. Like what is, (laughs) what is a piece of advice or maybe a lesson that you've now looked back on and been like, yeah, I could have probably done things differently. What would you say to a younger version of you?
1: It's, it's funny because I, I feel like, and I've listened to your podcast in the past, and I've heard, heard a couple of, this question comes up a lot. You ask this to almost everybody, this, I
0: think. This is the one I ask everybody, yeah, because yeah. it makes them think a little bit.
1: It did. I was, uh, I was kind of working today, and I was, I was thinking about it, and I'm, I'm going to take a different approach than probably most of the people on your podcast do. Yeah, go for it. Um, I don't know if I would actually give any advice to myself as a younger person, I would just be like, keep going through it. It's going to be tough, but yeah. just keep your mind right. Like set the goal. You set the goal. Yeah. Keep following it. Cause yeah. every opportunity that I got, whether it was struggling, whether it was like hard, whether it was easy, that's who I am and mm-hmm. I'm very happy with who I am today. So nice. I don't think I would change anything. I definitely love the fact that I came from Juco. Yeah. I love that I went to a small school in Eastern Washington. The opportunities I got at Boise State were unreal, led me to the mm-hmm. Seahawks because the Boise State connection to the Seahawks, and I got the best opportunity at the Seahawks, which is leading me into completely different opportunities that I haven't even touched yet. So sure. I, I don't think I would be like, hey, this is a good piece of advice. Like, don't do this. I'm, I'll be like, yeah, make that mistake. You have learned from that.
0: Like, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would change anything that I did. Maybe, maybe less. No, I wouldn't even say less tattoos. Get more more tattoos is what I would say, actually. Start start tattooing more.
0: Okay. Okay. That, before we get to one of our final (laughs) questions, how many tattoos total are there now? And a lot of them are like self-tatted, right? Yeah. Okay. okay, how many do you have total? What's what's the count at?
1: Well, there's there's no count, and I tell I my wife and I went on our first date, and she asked the same question. I said I actually have no idea.
0: There's I, no number. There, you don't remember nope. all the tattoos you've given yourself.
1: <laughs> I just I know that a percentage of my body is covered, and it's getting
0: more and more every day. And I so do you, are you up to a full leg sleeve on one side? Then
1: I almost have a full leg sleeve on one side. I have my thigh okay. on the other side. I have my okay. torso. I would say. 40% covered, um, and then my, my arms are getting there. So we're, we're working our way up.
0: I like it, you just, <laughs> just really the honesty. Cool. I don't know how many I have. There's a lot, there's a lot of ink in my blood now.
1: <laughs> I just know that the, the Red Cross does not
0: accept my blood anymore, so.
1: Oh, perfect,
0: exactly. <laughs> perfect. Oh man, that's funny. All right, well, you've kind of put the, the ribbon on everything. Where, what's next for Noah? What, where are you going? What is the next logical step? I know you said just like, take your chances, do your thing, but what's what's next for you?
1: It's, you know, it's funny. Um, There was a very solid plan and it was working out very well. And then this whole COVID-19 thing happened. Yeah. And that plan did not work out at all.
0: It's we made it like twenty five minutes into this conversation without saying the C word, COVID. <laughs> oh, I tried. I tried it. so hard.
1: Like, what's your plan? I was like, uh, the
0: plan. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. 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 What's just, next? What's next?
1: Yeah, it's just a, it's tough to be an athletic trainer, or even you know this, like anybody in the sports or like healthcare industry. It's it's tough mm-hmm. right now
0: because yeah. you
1: can't fully do your job. Sure. Yeah, you just you can't. And especially as athletic trainers, like we rely on sports to go. Sports aren't mm-hmm. um I don't know if your followers or anybody's like keeping track of this, but I know that in Idaho they've canceled like fall sports for high schools. Uh, yeah. state. Texas is looking at doing that. California's pretty much already said that no sports at uh, any level are happening. Um so it's like mm-hmm. tough to be in a profession that relies on sports. Yeah. When sports are the one thing that people are like no that cannot happen because you can't get 70,000 people in an arena for four hours and expect to go well so yeah it's it's tough right now the plan um just keep applying for different jobs and Mm -hmm. hoping people call me back um it's not going well because people are people are scared
0: yeah people don't know yeah i can believe it um it's yeah, it's just kind of a strange situation, at least from this end and, but what, like with your education, and everything that you have, what are you limited to what jobs you can apply for? Or are you just like applying to everything that's available?
1: Um, so thankfully that my education and everything, like um, my career has it laid out. Like I said, the Seahawks and everything really set me up for potential that I haven't even touched. Yeah, and I have no job that I pretty much cannot apply for. Um, Three years of experience at every level. People love yep. to see that. Uh, work football, which is a what we consider like the high-risk sport, the highest-risk sport. You mm-hmm. see those degrees, you'll see a lot of stuff that you won't normally see. So I can pretty much go any sport below that. So yeah. anything was open for me, and I can apply for uh, like strength and conditioning, like a strength and conditioning job. But I don't mm-hmm. have the- a CSCS. I was planning on getting that earlier this year. Again, yeah. COVID. Shut down. Um, Test- yeah, not happening.
0: I'm actually working right now to get my strength conditioning cert, so I know are I know you? a struggle. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's crazy. A, it's a it's a weird time to do it. You're like, uh, there's no testing centers open, so. Well,
0: yeah, and I've reached out to some like local ads at the JUCO level and stuff, and they're like, dude, we don't even know if sports are going to happen, so <laughs> we don't really need someone to train our athletes if stuff's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so. Well, it is. it is. It is. It is. Well, I don't want to take up your whole evening. And I know you're newly married. Congratulations again to you thank and your wife, Kinsey. Thank you, for,
1: thank you for attending it, too. You guys were out on the dance floor tearing it up.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad there wasn't a whole lot of cameras. There was a few, but, I mean, There's plenty nothing has come to social media <laughs> yet, which I'm grateful for. So let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, well, I won't take up too much more of your time. I think uh, I just wish you all the best. Kendall and I both wish you and your wife success moving forward. I know we're in, I won't say the same situation, but we're in similar situations on our end. So yeah, yeah, wish you guys all the best and uh, just hang in there. I think we'll make it through. (laughs) I would like to think we'll all make it through better on the other side.
1: Um, Yeah, I agree. Definitely going to make it better. Um, If anything, we'll understand social distancing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Better than ever. Better than Another lesson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll catch up with you when you're in town or whatever you're doing next. I'll stay. Uh, I'll stay connected with you. So.
1: Absolutely. Thanks. Jay. Yeah. Th-
0: thanks again.